0: Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the Final Boss Fight Podcast. You're home for gaming talk and action movie talk. And I'm joined again today by my good buddy here, Azule. How you doing, bud? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing great, man. It's summer here. It's hot. It's sunny. Uh, It's just great to be out of this winter uh, depression after fucking six, seven months. Yeah, life is good. Speaking of life being good, we are checking out a Steven Seagal classic from 1990. We're checking out Marked for Death. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, every movie we do on the show is a classic, it seems, even though they're not.
1: If we're talking about it, it's definitely a classic.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll make it a classic. Exactly. Okay, so uh, the story of this movie is... Okay, we got Stigall is John Hatcher. He's a cop who doesn't want to be a cop anymore. He's done so many terrible things that he's talked to his priest about. And basically uh, he moves back to the small uh, town in the outskirts of Chicago to hang out with his, uh, his sister and her daughter and hang out with his old uh, football buddy. But it turns out there's a Jamaican gang in town selling drugs to kids, and Seagal tries to not get involved until he gets into the, in the middle of a fight, and the gang has him marked for death. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. So now Seagal has to fight back and kick these Jamaican asses. So I need
1: to ask, like, this was your pick for today's, um, today's podcast. And I want to know, why did you pick this movie?
0: Well, after the shit show that was uh, White House Down, which is, I Ugh. apologize everyone, I picked that one, <laughs> 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 I uh, wanted to pick a movie that was at least half decent and had something fun to uh, check out. So I was looking at my inventory of DVDs out there, and I came across Mark for Death, which I thought is it's a decent movie. It's a, part of Seagal's uh, hot streak back in the late 80s, early 90s, and probably a good thing to check out. All right, so
1: so when you picked this, you are expecting this to be better better than White House Down.
0: Yeah, wasn't okay. it? Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah, okay. I, uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy you enjoyed this movie.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, anything with Seagal and Keith David was his uh, football buddy from back in the day that that right there puts a smile on my face
1: Uh, this movie definitely had way more balls than White House Down oh for sure
0: there's actual violent killing and some not not that much blood but I think that was more of a budget problem than just them being bitches yeah
1: it it was brutal
0: yeah okay That's that's a drink for the working man (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, as we do with these action movies, we look at many of the different components of it, and one of those components is the tagline of the movie. So, I don't know if you found any good ones here, Um, Well,
1: I searched YouTube... And checked out some photos, and I, there was really just one generic uh, movie trailer out there, mm-hmm. and it was—it it just made me laugh watching this trailer. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I, I could tell you've already seen it by uh, yeah. by your laugh right there. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and uh, and tell me about the one you've seen? See if it. Uh, Okay. Steve's the same one.
0: Well, this is one of the taglines I read off IMDb, and I'll try to do my best impression of uh, Deep Trailer Voice Guy. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> They've attacked his family. They've killed his partner. They've made the wrong guy very, very angry. Now Stephen Segal is marked for death.
1: Well, that was pretty good.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Even though that's <laughs> not true, with everything that's in there.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one, but it sounds exactly the way you would expect one of these uh, these trailers to come out. <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't know if you saw that video um, where it's the official movie trailer where you see uh, Seagal in his little silhouette over a red background. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> doing <the, laughs> doing kung fu moves and holding guns
1: it's like he's like doing a James Bond thing where this movie is nothing like James Bond and he's got his little ponytail hanging out in the back
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that was a good one
0: yeah <laughs> and the problem with the tagline is that the second line isn't true they didn't kill his partner at any point the Jamaicans the- <laughs>
1: Yeah, like there were a lot of um, like pl- like based on the uh, the intro, like I was expecting the movie to go a different way. Like there was a there was a famous like line at the end of the uh, the um, the video where it looks like some like Colombian drug guy says, "What are you, some kind of cop?" And then Seagal says, "No, I'm uh, just a concerned citizen." And I did not see that at all in the movie.
0: No, I, that's something I would have pointed out too. Is that I didn't see that line at all in the movie.
1: Like, I feel like in the '90s, or or maybe it's just specific to this movie, is they just filmed a bunch of taglines and just never put them in a movie.
0: Yeah, they just stuck them in the trailer. And yeah. Them as we had seen. <laughs> oh my god!
1: We need to get the extras.
0: <laughs> get the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you're speaking about the beginning of the movie, uh, right at the beginning of the movie, we get a little, uh, a little cameo appearance from an old friend of the show.
1: Ooh, Machete.
0: <laughs> Machete <laughs> himself is being chased by Seagal at the beginning of this movie. he
1: looks really young in that movie. I yeah. guess that movie is almost 30 years old, but...
0: Mm-hmm. but... Yeah, he was looking good at the beginning of this movie, uh... It's funny because it's the opposite of the beginning of Machete where Machete is going after Seagal.
1: Oh, that's true, eh? Yeah. It's, uh, I wonder if they did it on purpose. I wonder if they cast Seagal just for that reason and Machete.
0: I'm curious as well. I feel like they didn't, but uh, maybe, who knows, right? It could have been an inside joke. Yeah, maybe one that only like, real action fans would have... Understood. Yeah. yeah, I
1: like to speculate on these things.
0: Yeah, but, hey, let's talk a bit about the beginning of the movie because it's 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 a funny intro because it doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Well, you see, I think it does because it kind of just sets it up
1: where you know he's on his last mission, I guess, and it goes goes awry and nothing goes right. And he's just done with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like even though they did a really bad job portraying that, I think that was the point they were trying to get at where, you know, cause he goes back home to Chicago and he's just done with it. He's done with the whole thing. I think they were trying to make that transition, but you're right. There's like, you would expect maybe those drug cartel people, to come after him in some way, but you just forget about it completely.
0: Yeah. It's this completely different storyline. And basically, I guess just the point of it was just for him to, like you said, just say he's done with it. I mean, I find yeah. it hilarious when he's talking to his priest and he's talking about all these things he did. <laughs> it's
1: It was a weird segue, right? Like he goes from like his last mission to telling the priest, I've realized I've become the bad guy, the people have been trying to stop. So I need out. <laughs> yeah. And
0: the, the real thing that makes him out is because he has, he, he kills a woman who shot, shot his partner.
1: <laughs> that was his one thing that made him stop. Like,
0: yeah.
1: It's a lot of things yeah. like
0: I've killed men, I've planted evidence. I've slept with informants.
1: <laughs> like none of that was a red flag. But killing a woman...
0: Yeah, that who, was shooting at you.
1: Who killed his partner, pretty much. Yeah. Or shot him. I can't even remember what happened to him. Yeah, she but, shot him. I remember that. And that's what he feel, feels bad about.
0: Yeah. I mean, speaking of like this movie <laughs> having balls, this, this movie does what all classic action movies... They have a scene in a strip club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With... With nudity just for no reason. Yeah, but you had to have that back in the day. Pointless
1: nudity. <laughs> but it was a strip club in a South American country, so you knew it was a dirty strip club.
0: Dirty, sleazy. You got an American tourist with a hat on, looking all sweaty. <laughs> oh, you know he's CIA, just just by the way he's sitting, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hilarious. And then, then he, later on, he's going to see his captain, and he's quitting, and... Captain keeps just tells him, I just need you for a little longer, man. I just need you for a little longer. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, the acting in this movie was, was pretty bad. I so, feel like the script was written by a high school students.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. I, we'll get to a scene later that is just really, really <laughs> badly acted. I, I hope you thought the same thing. <laughs> well, I feel like the entire movie was badly <laughs> acted, but <laughs> there were
1: some scenes in there that were pretty bad.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's got Seagal. He's never going to win any awards or right? anything. He's got like no emotion No But that's what makes him badass Exactly (laughs) (laughs)
1: So
0: um, let's talk a bit about his character uh, His character John Hatcher He's the hero of our movie
1: Yes And I'm gonna go back to the uh, trailer Mm -hmm. Where they start referencing other movies he's been in
0: (laughs) That's a classic thing they used to do back in the day
1: And you know, I'm not sure, but was he the same character in the other movies? No,
0: but no. I mean, he's, he, he might as well have been because he's nothing different in any of those. Movies. <laughs> he can't. He's pretty much typecast to be Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's, you should just call him Steven Seagal in each of these movies, and it wouldn't change anything.
1: Yeah, no, that would have been better.
0: <laughs> okay, so John Hatcher is just Steven Seagal. We'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, so let's move on to our villain of this movie uh, he's got a very interesting name he does it is Screwface Screwface man, the head of the Jamaican posse in this town <laughs> it did take them a while to bring up his
1: name Like he was, they are kind of like bringing him as a mystery, trying to make him all mysterious and stuff he's yeah. the head of the posse and the way to make out the posse to be is this extremely dangerous gang that's spread all over all of America, and they've got thousands of deaths attributed to them over the last few years, so they sound really badass.
0: Yeah, I got some stats here. So that part, that little part with the news reporter lady mm-hmm. says there's 10,000 gang members in the U.S. and 1,400 gang murders in the last three and a half years.
1: That's a lot of gang
0: murders. That's a lot of gang murders. I, I I think that's an exaggerated number. Yes,
1: <laughs> but it shows like the point of this was to show how dangerous these guys are, mm-hmm. and John Hatcher is taking them on.
0: Yeah, he made the mistake of uh, interfering when they were trying to wipe out the uh, Colombian gang in that bar. I
1: I need to ask why was Steven Seagal in a bar where Colombian cartel guys hang
0: out see that's that's what i thought weird because okay he's going there he's having a beer with his buddy heath david who's another alpha don't ever, mm-hmm. don't ever confuse him with not being an alpha that guy's awesome yes and i think it was just a local bar and i don't know why for some reason these two gangs decided to meet in a freaking shitty local bar <laughs> they don't care. like
1: like that bar did not seem appealing to either Colombian drug lords or Jamaican drug lords like no, I it just, just looked like a sports bar yeah <laughs> <laughs> and obviously um the other alpha i keep forgetting his name uh was frequented that bar quite often cuz the the waitress knew his name or the bartender knew his name so Oh, yeah. it's not like he was like let's check out this place and it was random he goes there all the time
0: mm-hmm. very very bizarre uh, location to have a, a meeting I have so many other plot holes I, I don't even know if we'll have
1: time to touch on all of them but hey, we, got we... Night, <laughs> we got all night man
0: we got all night to talk about this.
1: <laughs> hopefully our viewers are going to appreciate this
0: you better all three of you out there
1: yeah
0: Uh, What I thought thought hilarious early on is that the Colombian gang hired this voodoo priestess to simply put a curse on Screwface, I think.
1: Yeah, and then when she actually did the curse, he somehow knew instantly. Yeah, he woke up. (laughs) That just made him seem really badass. I'm like, this guy, this guy knows. He knows
0: things. Yeah, and then she takes a naked bath in a naked milk bath or something. Yeah,
1: that, I think that was just an excuse to put a naked girl in the movie. Yeah, more uh, more tasteful nudity. Yeah, this was back before internet was common, I guess, and you had to go to the video store to to see naked women. Yeah,
0: that, that's how Besides, it was back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> like men are going to like this. Yeah, we got the action, we got the naked ladies. This is everything a guy wants to watch on a Friday night after working a long week. Exactly. These movies are made for the working man.
1: Just like this podcast.
0: Exactly. And working women. don't. We don't discriminate. That is true. The only thing we discriminate is against pussies. Oh, you said the word. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, it's I mean, a very... It's a very '80s uh, insult, and I think it applies to this podcast very well.
0: Exactly. I'm I'm halfway through a beer. The the uh, the PC language is going out the window. Agreed. So okay, back to the uh, the voodoo curse lady, but she gets killed like a couple minutes later by Screwface.
1: Yeah, like Screwface. I don't. Didn't explain it in the movie. But I think somehow he got connected to our location through this voodoo ritual, and he knew <laughs> he exactly
0: it. where to find her. Yeah. He's like, like, he has some sort of voodoo finder app on his brain or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't mess with the voodoo.
0: I had a very yes. interesting theory about this movie. Because, mm-hmm. okay, I, I checked. This movie came out the same year as Predator 2. Ooh. And oh, we're one yeah. of the gangs in Predator 2, the Jamaicans. So I'd like to pretend this isn't the same universe as Predator 2. Where
1: You know what? There's a scene in this movie, uh I think it's towards the end, where the walls kind of look like the walls in the uh, Colombian drug dealer's penthouse, where the Predator kills all Jamaican guys. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: There's...
1: Uh, I feel like when I was watching this movie I feel like they recycled the set on one of the movies.
0: Okay. Or maybe <laughs> We're making it official. Mark for Death okay. and Prayer Two are in the same universe. <laughs> Alright, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, see see we're having a good time already with this movie and we're only about half an hour in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so another item we look at in this show is the lead henchman, and sadly, it does I don't feel like there really is one in this movie. Um, well, I was look I was trying to find a way like
1: who could be qual like who we could put in there, and essentially it's the posse. Like I know it's not a person; it's just a group. But based on that uh, news reporter's podcast, like, like video, she was just saying that it's the posse, they kill everyone, there's 10,000 gang members, you know, like, those are the henchmen, like, they never give a name to anyone, so, there isn't one specific person, but it's just the lead, like, the lead guys.
0: Yeah, exactly, like, there's Screwface, then there's everybody else, really. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, there's like there's no lead henchman. I guess the whole gang is the henchman of this movie.
1: Yeah, that's the way I tried to see it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's how I saw it too. I mean, and it just gives more nameless faces for Seagal to kick their ass, break arms. Oh, there's some nasty arm breaks in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a
1: good fighter. It's it just looks a little lame compared to today's standards.
0: Oh yeah, it looks like a cardboard arm that got out. Just like, let me just take your arm here and snap, mm-hmm. snap. <laughs> Segal, man. But at least Seagal was actually a trained martial artist, right?
1: Yeah, that's why he was probably such a bad. Uh, well, that's why he's such a bad actor because he trained mm-hmm. in fighting people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see. We have. The other things we want to look at. So let's look at the one liners in this one.
1: All right. I had of right. a hard
0: time with this. But there's one I liked more than the others. And it was in the trailer, unfortunately. So it's not going to be a surprise. But I'll let you go first, Azuli. What, what do you think is the best one liner?
1: All right. I know which one you're talking about. So I'm not going to go with that one. Okay. Uh. The other ones were were kinda lame. I understand where you're coming from by saying there isn't much out there. Uh, there's a scene where he says, I think it's when they're uh, in the mall after like a car chase scene uh-huh. and somebody takes uh one of those posse guys takes a woman hostage and he says, Go ahead, kill her. I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. it's like who, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to let everyone in town die so I could get my revenge. He's the gone man. He's he's trying to protect his family, and there's this poor innocent woman, and he's like, go ahead and kill her. She's somebody else's, you know, (laughs) sister, wife, whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was another one. Um, It just says, you fuck with my family, you die. And it was pretty much in the same scene where I think he snaps one of the guys' necks.
0: Yeah, I remember the line, but I don't remember where in the movie he said it.
1: It was it was at the end of that scene. He just kind of like snaps his neck in a non eventful manner. Okay. And he, I mean, besides that, there weren't many one liners. Um, I don't know. I guess well, I guess I know which one you're gonna pick, but uh, surprise me and okay. tell me which one is
0: it. Well. This one-liner is uh, after he goes in a hotel and he runs into this guy called Jimmy Fingers who's wearing a very disturbing uh, man-thong and an undershirt with a couple prostitutes. <laughs> so, what a weird scene. That's a weird scene. But, what I don't get is, okay, so Seagal want to get info for this guy, and this guy is I guess he scared of the Jamaicans, so he tries to pull a fast one on Seagal. Seagal shoots him in the head. But then this other Jamaican guy pops out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, like I assumed that this Jamaican guy was the pimp of the two hookers. Okay. And he was making sure this
0: this weirdo guy wasn't gonna hurt them,
1: because he seems like a sleazy guy that would hurt people.
0: So okay, maybe, I don't know. Probably just I was just watching and enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: here's a window into Mark's mind everyone yeah this is the things (laughs) I think of while watching this movie
0: (laughs) okay so uh, Seagal kicks this guy's ass and rather than uh, face screw face wrath he just jumps out the window so Meyer One Liner comes to the scene after where he goes downstairs goes in the car where Keith David is waiting and he tells I'm gonna try doing my best Seagal impression here <laughs> I, think, I think Keith David asked him what happened to them in Seagal one thought he was invincible they thought he could fly they were both wrong
1: <laughs> that just shows how kind of crazy Seagal is cause who would describe that yeah. like, imagine you just did that to these people is yeah. that how you would describe
0: that scene no I'd say let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here before the cops show up <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess it's a good line.
0: (laughs) All right. This movie has some bad one-liners and they feel very forced. Yeah. There's another scene where they're putting their guns together because for some reason these guns don't come assembled.
1: The montage
0: scene. The montage of... (laughs) They're they're even putting the fucking bullets together. They're putting the powder in. They're weighing it. And didn't
1: they hide guns in a video camera or something like that? Yeah. (laughs) Which never came up again.
0: No, but they put the gun together and then they hit it in the camera. Yeah, (laughs) and And, uh, sorry, go ahead.
1: And uh, there's a scene where when they're finally done with everything, and there's a good tagline in between, but they're just in this hot room, and there's a like a cowhide
0: just kind (laughs) of hanging. Yeah, (laughs) and they decide to shoot it up. Decide, let's buy this uh, cowhide just to shoot it.
1: But do you know which, uh, which uh, tagline I was talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, I know, but I'll let you see it. He finally uh, assembles a gun, puts a silencer on there, and says, this is my silent partner. <laughs> so terrible.
0: <laughs> so bad. I know. This movie, they tried, but their their one-liners just aren't very good. But
1: there there's just another one-liner I remembered, and it goes back to that sleazy motel scene. uh uh-huh. And when he has that sleeves bag, like dead to rights with the gun pointed to him, and he says, uh, I'm a fucking made man, you can't do shit. And then he shoots him and he says, God made man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what that's supposed to mean.
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's for the, the God-fearing folk, I guess. Yeah, I guess the, the, uh, the
0: Christian conservatives.
1: Yeah, they're definitely watching this movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's look at the action scenes of this movie. A great action movie always has to have a fantastic action scene. So which scene in this movie do you think was the best of all of them?
1: Oh... I'll be honest, I don't think any of the action scenes were remotely good, mm-hmm. um, maybe by today's standards. But the one that stood out was the car chase scene, yeah. where uh, they're chasing that little BMW through the streets. Then they fly into the mall, and then Seagal takes out his like taekwondo and judo and starts snapping arms. Pulling one-liners out.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's my my favorite action scene also. Uh, The car chase was kind of cool. I mean...
1: uh, Yeah, it was obviously their biggest uh, budget scene. mm -hmm. Like driving through sidewalks, knocking
0: over chairs
1: and tables.
0: Yeah, and then driving right through that jewelry store. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a jewelry store? I'm pretty sure it was, wasn't it?
1: It looked like some cheap mall where they sell perfume, you know, when you walk into like a Bay or a Sears and they got those things. But yeah, I wasn't have, really paying attention.
0: I was just watching the fighting. Yeah, <laughs> I realized that during that scene, I was kept wondering where the fuck is Keith David? At one point, he shows oh, up and hits one one of the Jamaican dudes with the rifle in the face, but otherwise, I don't know what he was doing. Uh,
1: well, there was like a hidden scene where he uh kept like trying to put bullets in his gun, and he kept jamming. Um, uh, and I'm just making that up. That's uh, not true.
0: <laughs> that made more sense than what they did.
1: <laughs> he took a nap. He made a personal call. Who knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Honey, I'll be a little late for dinner. I'm uh, helping uh, Johnny uh, take out some Jamaican posse.
1: Remember, there was like a moment at the beginning where he said uh, his 13-year-old nephew died in a crack house because of these guys.
0: Yeah. He just said that nonchalantly, it was and very ca- was. Yeah, it was very casual. You'd think it'd be a more disturbing event in your life than.
1: And Segal was like, "Yes, it's like doing groceries. That happens all the time." <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. It's funny how so detached he is at the beginning, but and but as soon as they mess with his family, just like all oh, these guys are going down. He's
1: just completely <laughs> detached, especially. I don't know if you remember that scene where um, he was with the reporter, mm-hmm. and so she really was had the hots up. for him. She wanted. Yeah. That. she wants some seagull. That just made no sense in terms of real life. How much she had the hots for him? Yeah, um, but he was just like, "Yes,
0: moving on."
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like he just didn't care.
0: I <laughs> you know. Even later on, when he's in her apartment and she's trying to not so subtly say that she wants a piece of action. Yeah. He doesn't seem to get the hint. You're like the perfect
1: guy. You're not gay. <laughs> and he just doesn't respond.
0: <laughs> this is a
1: weird scene.
0: Yeah. Well, I just kind of feel like Steven Seagal's like an asexual action hero. Like It's just weird seeing him go for the girl.
1: Yeah. Uh, and his other movies, too, he just doesn't go for anyone. Yeah. He's on a mission, and it's, like, justice. Exactly. He's out for justice. <laughs> <laughs> is that a future indication of the movie you're going to be picking?
0: Oh, yes. That is definitely one we are doing at some point. That, that is a class, real classic.
1: Okay. Not Under Siege. Oh, that,
0: that one too. <laughs> all of these Steven Seagal is movies. We're doing all of those at some point.
1: Yeah, essentially. We're gonna have his entire IMD MD, whatever
0: well, maybe not history. All not not the ones post uh, two thousand two when he made the The Netflix. Net the net the Netflix series? <laughs> Every shitty Netflix movie <laughs> out there. Like at one point he had some movie where they were fighting vampires.
1: Uh, I just remember watching one and it was just a close up of his face and his hands. And I'm like, I can't watch any new Seagal movie. I I just can't.
0: Yeah, he's clearly not doing any of these action scenes.
1: After what his performance in Machete, we knew that he was he was done.
0: I think he was done even before that. To be honest,
1: I think him killing himself at the end of the movie was him saying he's just done with movies. He's phoning it in. Yeah, he doesn't want doesn't want to live anymore. <laughs>
0: He'll do his uh, three straight-to-video movies a year where he shows up for a weekend and uh, lives off of that for the year, I guess.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's a good setup.
0: I'd do that any day. I wish I could do that too. <laughs> Live off your past glories.
1: Well, that's a dream, right?
0: It's oh, so a dream. <laughs> and, okay. So, Seagal. so Go ahead, sir. Sorry. I was going to say, well, that
1: that was my favorite fight scene or action scene and you pretty much confirmed it but did you have any other scenes that stood out that you enjoyed?
0: Well I liked when at one point uh, Screwface and his boys show up at uh, his sister's house and they're going to do a sacrificer to the voodoo okay. guys and okay. uh, he shows up and they run away like bitches when he gets there Yeah
1: I was surprised I'm like you really want to kill this guy and you have like you have him. You know he's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Just
0: be there waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, but uh, they don't. They run away like bitches. And then uh, there's the 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 good Jamaican guy cop tells him that uh, Screwface went back to Jamaica. Yeah. And basically, Segal says, well, "We're going after him then."
1: Yeah. And I want to add that we brought up that montage scene where they're just assembling all the guns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is an extremely long montage scene very long. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have all these weapons and then they go to Jamaica but they cut to a scene where they see an you see an Air Jamaica plane land. And like what? Did they bring all these pl- these guns on a plane? Like a commercial flight?
0: Like hey, it was a pre-9/11 world, you could do that. Uh, I feel like there was some <laughs> safety
1: checks. Like, I had a friggin' sniper rifle with a huge silencer on it. Like, you can't sneak that in. Somebody's going to say something. <laughs> hey, I guess uh, Air Jamaica's really relaxed. Man. But, I mean, later on, they just kind of show up with a severed head in the U.S. after leaving Jamaica, <laughs> which makes me wonder, how did they get that head back to America? That, so, that, I that. guess Air...
0: Ex- Go ahead. No, that is one thing I wondered. How'd you get a separate head on a plane?
1: Air Jamaica, bring whatever on board. We don't give a fuck.
0: It's all a party, man. <laughs> Everything I uh, I want to point out, before we get to the Jamaica part, there's mm-hmm. one scene that's just so horribly acted that I, I, I actually laughed out loud when it happened.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear this.
0: It's, uh... When the Jamaicans first come after him, he's at his sister's house and they do a drive-by and shoot at the house. Yeah. And he ducks and everything goes fine. Then he turns on, his sister's holding <laughs> her daughter, crying like, they hurt my baby!
1: <laughs> he's got this super serious look on his face. It was so bad. that That is not a realistic moment. Like, the ba- like her baby would be on the floor and she'd be yelling, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> but so I bad. also want to want to point out because we're going back to this house Uh is when he first shows up to this house like i feel like it's his sister's house right and his her daughter's living there and all that
0: yeah
1: but he goes upstairs and it's his old bedroom oh yeah so is that his mom's old house that she just kind of started living in and they kept like a shrine of his old room
0: i'm thinking maybe it was his Parents' house, and they gave it to his sister at some point. Okay, and but it's. She just decided to keep a room to her brother as it. Uh, that was weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, she has kids. Like, I'm, like there isn't an infinite number of rooms. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's like, uh, Mommy, why did we never use this room? Oh, it's for your Uncle John, Where whenever he comes back. He can be 15 again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know when I moved out of my place, my bedroom was gone a day before i moved out like we're 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 taking this and this is not yours anymore
0: yeah, it's only in movies that they keep uh, someone's bedroom exactly as it was once they leave that's true real life parents are just like well fuck this i'm making a gym out of it or something
1: sauna room
0: oh that sounds sweet man yeah <laughs> let's go back to jamaica man all so, oh, right, man. So uh, Segal, Keith David, and uh, the Jama- good Jamaican dude Charlie go to go to Jamaica to get get Screwface once and for all. And it's funny that they start with the stealth assaults, and he has this night vision goggles. He's all stealthy and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they just catch him.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. He's in there. It's like everyone's running around screaming. He's got a sniper rifle pointed at these guys. They're running around. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shoot anyone, which is completely out of character for Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. And he just walks into that room and they just get the drop on him.
0: Yeah, like he's a big dummy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or maybe try. that's
0: part of his plan. Yeah, he's going to lure them in a false sense of security. <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: pretty much happens because there's a guy on each one of his limbs and they're tying him down. And he manages to release one of his hands and snap somebody's neck or throat and then fight his way out. I don't know how he was able to do that. That just wouldn't happen. That's just how tough the goal is, man. But if you in the scene, he didn't even look like he put a lot of effort into it. It's no. kind of like he was just waking up after a stretch,
0: and he was like, "I'm just gonna grab this neck here and crack." Yeah, he just wanted to take a two-minute rest from fighting.
1: <laughs> I'm tired. I just walked through a dark room with night vision. <laughs> <laughs> I traveled all day to get to Jamaica. I could use this rest. Yeah, man, the jet lag's killing me. <laughs> Maybe one hour jet lag from Chicago to Jamaica.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe if that. So. <laughs> it was rough on him, man. His bedtime is 11.
1: It's true, eh? Yeah, he's getting old. He's retired.
0: Yeah, it's true. He's a retired cop. <laughs> oh. Now, uh, there's a few things. This is going to get confusing to anyone who hasn't seen this movie. But we have our first final boss fight in this scene.
1: Oh dun, 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 dun. but but
0: I'll be honest, there
1: was a scene at the beginning of the movie that kind of indicated that there were gonna be two final boss fights. Yes, it's when the Colombian guy was talking to the Jamaican guy, uh, screwface,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were all by themselves, and he said... I am everywhere, and there was a shadow of a guy that just kind of looked like him in the distance. Mm -hmm. It it kind of indicated that either he was like some magical ghost that had two copies of himself, or like in the movie, he's just a twin, and he's in two
0: places at once. I thought he was actually a a voodoo ghost, but Mm -hmm. I was wrong about that one.
1: Well, you see, with like the way he felt the connection with that Colombian voodoo princess Mm – it made you feel like he really did have that power. So I guess they did have a good way of, of leading us on up to that point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah, so tell us about the first boss fight. Uh-huh.
0: Seagal and screw, I'll say screwface one. They, <laughs> <laughs> they have a, uh, sword fight and it's okay. I mean, it's pretty awesome. What happens here? Okay. So Seagal, uh, beats him and then hits him in the nuts with the sword (laughs) as Screwface has his head down he chops his head off
1: that was such a good scene I love that good because it was so bad (laughs) it's like a clean cut it's just like oh yeah uneventful Mm -hmm. it was kind of like oh so it's over yeah that's what you think and then it just pretty much skips straight to a scene in America. There's no segue. There's no Air Jamaica flight scene. It's just
0: no, they, they're walking in America. They, they wanted to skip the awkward part where he has to explain his security, why he has a head, and then he's got to go through customs, you know. No,
1: I would like to see that conversation. I'd like to see Segal negotiate his way out of that.
0: Oh, this isn't <laughs> a real head. It's just a decoration.
1: <laughs> you don't want to question this man. I'm a retired DEA agent. Do you know how much shit I've been through?
0: Okay, okay, sir, go through. It's fine.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So he goes to meet the Jamaicans because he's been told by the uh, that well, the reporter lady. But is she really a reporter? I feel like she was more of a Jamaican culture expert or something
1: yeah i feel like she was like some student trying to learn get her phd on jamaican crime or something like that like she seemed to know everything about it
0: yeah so she was telling him how basically he has to show to the gang that he's the alpha by taking out the other alpha mm-hmm. so he gets there with the head and he's like ah oh, i killed Screwface. now get the fuck out of my town <laughs>
1: It was almost like a Highlander moment, you know, he's like, he, to take the head off. He's like, oh, I have the power, <laughs> leave the power. town.
0: <laughs> but then in the darkness, you hear Screwface, he's not dead. Ooh,
1: ooh, and then he stabs a Jamaican cop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a horror and movie like, guy who we think is dead, but is not exactly and the whole posse is like
1: oh my god school face is alive
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> which they should have known because they're clearly at the same hideout together
1: yeah I mean logically there'd be a school face in Jamaica running things there and a school face in America running things so yeah. that was kind of a mess up on Jamaican cop by saying school face is in Jamaica now
0: it's yeah, only one of the school faces
1: yeah, it's just really bad intelligence on that guy. Mm-hmm.
0: And this leads to a gunfight uh, between Keith David, Seagal, and the Jamaican posse. Uh, Keith David gets hit, but because he's such an alpha, he keeps fighting. Exactly. And, exactly. And Seagal goes after Screwface, too, as I'm calling him.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's, um, I guess, your standard sword fight scene.
0: Yeah, the the real final boss fight fight. Yeah. Throw each other through the bar, punch each other, fuck each other up. The way the machete boss fight should have ended. Yeah, but Seagal was quite a bit past his prime in that point. (laughs) Yeah. But in in this movie, we got Seagal at his prime. Yeah, so he's getting thrown into bars, bottles are being broken on him. You know, uh, he could take a hit. (laughs) Exactly. I'll let you describe uh, what happens to Screwface 2.
1: Uh, you know what? It's probably the most gruesome death in the movie. It's probably, I guess, my favorite death in the movie, if you're going to talk about it. Like, they get into their sword fight. It's going back and forth. It's pretty intense. And then Seagal gouges his eyes out.
0: (laughs) Very violently. Very violently.
1: It was just like, I'm just going to do this now. And and then... (laughs) He throws him down an elevator shaft.
0: Oh, and there was one more thing before that.
1: Oh, I can't even remember he, what it he was. He gives him a
0: Bane backbreaker. And oh, yeah. Him in half.
1: <laughs> so, you know, his back is broken. He took his eyes out, and then he throws him down an old uh, elevator shaft where he falls on a spike
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> in front of his entire posse crew. So, they just see his mangled body lying there.
0: Yeah. And
1: Segal <laughs> is the ultimate alpha. He he's he could be in charge of the posse at that point if you wanted to.
0: Exactly.
1: And you know what? I think he should have taken charge of the posse and made them do like community outreach. <laughs>
0: yeah, go paint some, some buildings, uh, help some lepers, <laughs> that kind of
1: stuff. <laughs> Not just tell them to go out of town because they're just gonna go
0: do the same thing somewhere else. Yeah, but it's not his town, so he doesn't give a fuck. As we've established mm-hmm. earlier, with that poor woman in the yeah, shopping mall. I think that's that
1: was the issue with the '80s drug problem was just kicked him out into another town, as opposed to tackling the the real problem. Yeah. But I'm getting political for no reason, so
0: yeah, no, we'll leave. I that will, to, dig- to I will digress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and <laughs> after that, they just just leave, and that's end credits. It's over.
1: Yeah, like they're just walking away limping in the middle of the night, right? Like Seagal's carrying the Jamaican cop
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Keith David is just kind of limping. Yeah. And that's it.
0: That's that's the end of the movie. But that that's how it, those movies ended, you know. Once the boss fight is over, there's nothing to talk about anymore. But I mean there still is a body
1: and Seagal did kill this person and they're in America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's murder.
0: Yeah. Well what should have happened. Which is, what usually happens in these kind of movies is that the cops show up at the end once all the action is over, right? Yeah, that was
1: strange. That didn't happen. That's like your usual final scene with like cop lights in the background and the credits rolling.
0: Yeah. Which is always the thing that bothered my dad about these action movies. He always said, fucking cops show up at the end after everything's <laughs> over. Every time. <laughs> there are the cops showing up when everything's over. Yeah. And what's funny too is that they established earlier that there was the FBI guy that was his buddy from back in the day that was following him.
1: Yeah, and watching Seagal. I
0: mean,
1: like he knew it was him, and I don't know. I just like that guy just dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, he was a bad. He's a bad FBI guy.
1: Yeah, I think they just forgot about him.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I know we didn't really gloss over this, but uh, the best kill of the movie, I think we both agree that it was Screwface two. Yeah, like
1: that—that's definitely it. Like he got his vengeance; he took the posse power,
0: which is how it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. The last boss fight should result in the best kill of the movie.
1: And I—I I guess just to uh, like sidestep a bit is they really laid the Jamaican accent on thick in this movie.
0: <laughs> they did. It. Like, it was a parody almost.
1: Of like Japanese. I, I had to like listen and focus and be like, what, what are they saying? <laughs> it was like so stereotypical.
0: Yeah. And they'd say things that just, you just stereotypically associate with Jamaicans like <laughs> bumble <Clut. laughs> Yeah.
1: Everything I read, you know, like, come on.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Come on. I'm sure they don't really talk like that but it's just funny I know I know those are sayings but yeah like you said they don't talk like that yeah. but I mean these are old action movies and uh, being politically correct isn't something they worried about like they do now
1: no obviously not it was all about appealing to the working man
0: yeah <laughs> the, uh, and women it, at the time exactly exactly now, uh, let's look at this uh, final category of the list, and that's the body count for the movie. I found so, this stat on allatabubblegum.com and it says the body count was at 31, which I thought was a little low. That
1: sounds extremely low, especially with that scene in Jamaica where Keith David had that massive machine gun shooting that building up.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't um, hit anybody.
1: <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess Seagal didn't really kill many people either. He
0: broke a lot of arms mm-hmm.
1: early on in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't kill that many. I mean, the two screw faces. I think he sniped a couple guys in Jamaica. but
1: Yeah, so besides that, there's not too many.
0: Yeah, I thought it would be a lot higher, especially since White House Down had like 150... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, White House Down had a lot of kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and looking at this movie's uh, movie's box office, it made forty six million dollars in nineteen ninety, which eh, was an okay take, which make, it got the twenty seventh place in the domestic box office that year. And so, what was the uh, critical reception of this movie, as well? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and why Want it? to know why? <laughs> Because,
1: because who gives a, a
0: shit? Exactly. Uh, we don't care what the critics think. Those snuffy snobs can go review uh, the artist or the constant gardener or an English patient and you know, lose their shit over that. This this is a sh- movie for entertainment purposes and it is above any critical ratings. So take your Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritics and stuff them in a sack
1: exactly and I was entertained
0: with this movie good 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 I'm glad man it's it's not the best cigar movie but hey it's, it's a good enough time yeah. yeah if you had to give it a rating out of 10 what would you give it
1: <sighs> you know after giving White House down a 5 out of 10 I'm gonna give this one a 5 out of 10 as well really Really? Uh, this, the whole plot was terrible the acting was terrible but the action was entertaining Mm -hmm. um i don't think it was any better or worse than white house down but um you know in terms of rewatchability and keeping me entertained i'd give it a five out of ten and what about you what would you give it
0: Uh, i'll give it a little higher than you uh I get a little nostalgia from eighties and nineties action movies when things were done right uh you mean before there was a bunch of c g i and when directors actually let you see the action and because of that, I'll give this one a, a six point five out of ten
1: uh, okay, six point five
0: I'm that's a little thinnest. high for me, but
1: yeah, all right. Yeah. Like I could see I could tell you obviously liked it way more than White House Down. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not gonna argue with was six point five. If you would have given it like a, an eight, I would have called you a fucking idiot. But <laughs>
0: No, I'm not that far out of my mind
1: at this point. <laughs> but yeah, there were some, some good moments in this. Like like you said, classic eighties, nineties movies. Mm-hmm. They had their classic boss fight at the end. I still stick with my five out of ten.
0: Okay, I I respect that, dude. Uh, so before we sign off, uh, anything else you'd like to uh, point out in this this masterpiece? Ooh.
1: Uh, no, I think we hit all the main points. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's any other little things, that's up to the uh, listeners to discover on their own when they watch this movie.
0: Um, and I hope they do, man. it's. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's better than almost anything you'll see today. Let's say, let's say that.
1: Mm, I'm going <laughs> to
0: okay. agree to disagree with you. on, we'll that on Okay, we'll disagree on that.
1: <laughs> but uh, it's, it's definitely worth the nostalgia
0: value, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. Alrighty, folks. So uh, thank you everybody who listened to this podcast and made it all the way to the end. We hope you learned something today about Steven Seagal history and how we used to be NPC about Jamaican accents.
1: It's pretty much any culture
0: back in the day. Yeah, any culture was open season for uh, stereotypical mocking. But hey, we're we're smart human beings who can understand satire and don't take this stuff too seriously. And uh, we just just see these things as fun entertainment.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: So uh, for Azule, I am Mark, and we will say good night. Good night, everyone.